Welcome to Resi Talk, where real estate sales instructors have unfiltered conversations about real estate with industry leaders and inspiring people. If you are loving what you're hearing, as we know you will, make sure you visit resitalkpodcast.com and sign up for more information. Hello, friends. Welcome to Resi Talk. I'm your host, Cassandra Gallego, and I am with the fabulous Grace Diedrich today. Grace has been in the business for about four years and she is crushing it. Actually, today is a very special day because Grace happened to get a, an incredible letter from the one and only Ryan Gorman, president and CEO of Coldwell Banker, that she was ranked for the third quarter of 2021 as one of the top 1,000 Coldwell Banker agents in the country, which is a huge deal because we have almost 100,000 agents in our network and she's within the top 1,000 within four years of starting her career. I'm super excited to have her here with us today so that she can share a little bit about that journey, how she got here, because I know we've got a ton of listeners who are just getting started and are wondering, how can I be a top 1000 agent? And so we've got the wizard in the room. Welcome, Grace. Yay. Hi, Cassie. Um, Thank you so much for having me. And I feel very honored to be here. And Hopefully today I share something that will make an impact in somebody that's either starting or somebody that just kind of hit a plateau in their business. And, and hopefully you learn something good. And um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Another fun fact about Grace is she is a fashionista, Instagram <laughs> influencer. So we'll definitely talk to her a little bit about that as well. So we're excited. So we always start off our uh, podcast episodes with getting to know our guests a little bit better, a little more personally. So we're going to just ask you some quick rapid fire this or that questions and whichever answer comes to you first, just say it as quickly as you can. You ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Grace, <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. Are you a phone call or a texter? Uh, texter. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Uh, do you like to work late or get to work early? So I'm like a morning person as far as like doing more, more of my productive work. Um, like the mornings are, I can like sit in the computer and do emails or come up with like content and things like that. The morning where I um, am the most productive. So I'm like a morning person, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. I am not. So thank you for meeting <laughs> me here at eight o'clock at night to record this podcast our first well, this night is recording. fun this is fun so this is easy <laughs> i love it all right here's the next question mac or pc pc but i'm a, and everything else i'm apple <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that that's like everybody's answer that's amazing everybody is yeah. a, an apple user but they're a pc lover when it comes to their computer I hate when you get in a tech group and then everyone's blue and you have one green person oh. and it messes up. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you not coming to the dark side yet? You I need an iPhone. You're so right. You're so right. That anyway. green, that green bubble. There's nothing more annoying. <laughs> oh, I know. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm Apple everything except I haven't crossed over on the computer. All right, here's my favorite question. You ready? Speed or accuracy? Um, accuracy. 
Look at that. We're pretty split down the middle on this. I'm, I'm with you on the accuracy, but um, a lot of people have said speed. A lot of people have said speed, but you've got well, a marketing I think, eye. I think that nowadays everybody, you know, wants to get like so many things done, but I, I don't, I, I, at least for me, I know that when I'm trying to do too many things, I don't get anything done right. So I rather like just focus on quality right. and one thing than, than trying to accomplish, you know, too many things. So I guess I relate that to speed and accuracy, like, <laughs> you know, I guess. That's good. That's a great answer. All right. Here's a good one. Vacation or staycation? Um, I both. <laughs> You know, I love to travel. Um, I know. You know, I guess because we live in Florida and you literally drive 30, I live in Parkland and you literally drive 30 minutes and you feel like you're on vacation. I mean, I, I have to say I like both. I can. I just like going away and exploring different things. So, but I do enjoy, I'm, I'm like a beach person. So we always go to the Keys. Nice. Um, I love the water, the ocean. And um, if you know me, you know, I love wine, especially rosé. <laughs> so, so well, there goes um, my next question. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. So in honor of my very first evening recording of the podcast, as you and I are sharing a pre birthday glass of wine together. <laughs> yeah, you can call it an evening with Cassie. Yeah, love that. An evening with Cassie and Grace. And you know what's funny? My middle yeah. name is Grace. So, yeah. Aww, cool. <laughs> um, so we special. usually would ask at this point beer, wine, or cocktail. Now, you have told us that you are a rose yeah. girl. Yeah. I'm a wine person. So, rose, <laughs> I love a cabernet. And, and now I'm into prosecco a lot, which is obviously a type of wine. I'm, I'm a wine person. Cool. Cool. Me too. Yeah. That's why we get along so all well. the way. Yes. <laughs> all the way. Yeah. All the way. All right. This one's a good one. Audiobook or traditional book, or you just don't have time to read? Oh, traditional. I love to read. And I don't like audiobooks or even reading on an iPad because I feel like, and I think a lot of people would relate to this. We realtors are on our phone devices, <laughs> electronic 24-7. So I realized that when I used to get books on my iPad, I would get sidetracked. I'll be reading and then all of a sudden I'm doing emails and looking in Facebook. So oh. I, I basically love to get paper books and um, I love to read. And, and I joined um, that Reef Witherspoon's book club. Oh. And, and it's really cool. These book clubs kind of make you read things that are out of your comfort zone, things that I would never, ever pick out. So I literally read every night. I, I'm so proud of myself because I've been reading like a book or two a month. I get nice. so into them and I, and it helps me at night to calm down and chill a little bit. And I think all of us realtors could understand that our jobs are so crazy. So sometimes you need something to help you get your mind off stuff. Right. And books really do that for me. Um, I also love personal development books. Ah. Yeah. Oh, I love the 5 a.m. Club. it's a really good one the miracle morning i have so many i i forgot some of the names but um i'm a big personal development podcast to like tony robbins for real estate i love tom ferry i'm a huge tom oh, ferry podcast person 
So yeah, I love learning. Reading is huge for me, but definitely paper. Awesome. So yeah. you answered my question, which was, which one was your favorite? And you shared with me 5am club miracle morning. I'm about to blow your mind, Grace. Cause I don't know if you know this, but we have a book club for Coldwell Banker. What? I, I, need to read the book club. I love to read. I love to read. I so it's literally, yo, you will be signed up by the time you leave here. So we actually just did miracle morning was our last book, but talk about overcoming obstacles. I mean, that guy went through so much and yeah, you know, when you read stuff like that, you're really like, okay, I'm definitely performing at yeah. 1%, you know, it, it really opens up your eyes. So I love that. I, yeah. I want to join the book club for sure. Do it. Well, I'll tell you what the, the joke, the ongoing joke of the podcast is we always ask everyone if they're a morning person or like to work late. And I like to work late. My son goes to sleep and I feel like, okay, I'm free. Yeah. I can do all the things. Yeah. But um, I've been convinced by every guest on this show that I need to be a morning person. And when we did the Miracle Morning uh, for Real Estate Agents yeah. um, book on the book club, I was like, okay, fine, fine. So now I have to be both. <laughs> but um, we do it quarterly. It's hard because I do think I read another book. Um, I can't remember the name, but it was something about your internal clock. Yeah. And yeah, most, most. Um, CEOs, most people, you know, successful people will tell you they have a morning routine, they get up early, because you could just get so much more done by the time normal people wake up. And it's true. But I also think it's important to understand your body. And, and I do think it's good to acknowledge that, like, I know for me, I'm very productive in the morning, but it sounds like you you can really focus at night. And so that's okay. All these books are really just giving you tools and guides and, and then you can kind of implement them to what's worked for you. But, you know, I hate for people to feel discouraged that they just right. can't be a morning person. So then they, you know, like <laughs> listen to you, take some of the like advice and, and tools and all that and then work them around what, what works, works for you. you. You know, like obviously I don't wake up at five like in the book, he tells you like you should get up at five even on the weekends. I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, like your body needs to rest too. But so adjust it to what works for you, you know, and then try new things. Yeah, I think though I need to give it a try. To be honest with you, yeah. I've just always been a night person, and and my husband's a morning person, and um, it's so funny because we he's just like like this morning at four thirty in the morning he's like whistling, packing, he had to travel for work, and he's like, hey, do you know? with the coffee set I'm like it's four in the morning like all you have to do is push the button I left it set up for you yes you don't have to ask me these things now. that's funny oh, yeah. my but, husband um, is not a, a morning person either so uh, it's yeah opposites <clears throat> attract what can I say yeah <laughs> awesome so you'll have to be part of the book club because it's quarterly yes. the next one I think is in January and Danny Hertzberg's gonna be uh, our guest speaker we're reading his favorite book which was raving fans. So if you want to join oh, us, oh, I have to get it. Okay. Yeah. Raving fans. Okay, cool. I'll order it. Do it. So I can do start it, reading. And if you need a good list of books, we've we're your episode 14. So that means 13 guests before you have all given us really good book recommendations. By the way, the book from Jan Blue Grit, I ordered that. And oh, I on. haven't finished it, but it's really good. You have it. Yeah. Yes. See? I'm excited to read it. I haven't even opened it to be honest with you. And it's funny because yeah. I think the last like three podcast episodes, it's come up, 
because we did a recap yeah. of Jen Blue. Then we had Lewis Jones last week. That was a speaker. Oh my God. He's amazing. Yeah, he was so good. Oh, there's another good book before we change the subject. <laughs> it's called Make Your Bed Every Morning. That's a really good book. It's one little habit that can change. Make one thing that you feel accomplished. Accomplish one task and then set the tone for the day. It's from a general in the military. He was actually a speaker at the uh, Florida Realtor Convention back in August. And after nice. he's listening to him, I ordered the book. Um, so that's a good one. And it's short. It's not too big. Good. I'm going to read yeah. that because my mom, you know, my mom, my mom happens to yeah. be Grace's broker, by the way. <laughs> Yay. Uh, <laughs> best broker. Yay. I taught her everything she knows. Okay. Good. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure um, you did. <laughs> but no, my mom growing up, that's the one thing she like, nobody's going anywhere until they make their beds. And it's so true. Like your room, your, your whole world, your house can be upside down, but if your bed is made, you feel accomplished. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about yourself and kind of how, what makes Grace tick. Um, I want to get into some more um, real estate related questions because you are killing it. And I remember Grace from my very first group of AMP, I think that I taught when I was working in the Broward market. And she's now yeah. a top 1000 agent in the, in the country for Coldwell Banker. And so can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are so quickly in less than four years? Okay. So I, um, I have three kids. I'm originally from Venezuela. I moved here um, in 1997. So I went to high school and college and I always wanted to go to law school, which I ended up not doing, but I ended up working as a paralegal and, and it was in foreclosures and real estate. So I had, I guess, a little bit of a background. I got married and my husband used to travel a lot for work. So we had a family and I ended up having to shorten my hours. <laughs> more and yeah. more and more and then we got pregnant again and so like it didn't really make sense for me to work anymore so I love people like I like like if you meet me you know I love talking and I and I love video and and doing all that stuff so I was trying to lose weight for for my third baby and then and I ended up getting into Beachbody and I loved it I, I love the community and that's how I really learned to read a lot of books for personal development but I learned a lot of like networking and connecting with people in a genuine way um, and just sharing my story, you know. And so long story short, I, I built a big network. I learned a lot about marketing and social media. And um, when Steven was one, I got my real estate license. And I have to tell you something funny. I was like, I'm never going to be a realtor. And this is back in 2014. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not a salesperson. I, I just, how am I ever going to do this? There's so many other realtors. But I remember I did the one-week course at Gold Coast. And I didn't see my family for a whole week. I was gone from like 10 to 7. This is real story, okay? Listen, for all the new people out there. And I wanted to take the test right away. So I took the test right before we were going on spring break. This is really going to be a good spring break. Or, or this is going to be a terrible spring break. Oh. And so thank 
that I passed it the first time. So I kept it active. That status where it's active, but you're not, you know, using it. Voluntary and active. Yeah. Yeah. And then about like in 2018, all the three kids are in school. I think I want to go back to work. And I just could not see myself with an office job, like a nine to five after being home for so many years. Right. And I'm like, well, I guess I have this you know, real estate license here. And so one of my friends, Melissa, who brought me, introduced me to Cobo Banker in West Bend. She was looking for like a, a, a realtor that spoke Spanish. Well, I speak Spanish and I'm new. And so it makes sense that I right. joined the team. So that's how I started. I joined a team at the end of 2018. When we came back from winter break, I did AMP. And then that's how I met you. So on your first year, you, you know, you have nothing to compare it. So I knew that I've always been a hard worker, very passionate. Once I started working and I, you know, I got my logo and my pictures, I went on Facebook. I did a Facebook Live and it was really scary. (laughs) And I said to everyone, I have decided to take my license that I've had and the kids are in school and I put myself out there. And, And I'm sure at some point people thought she just went from being a beach body coach. Probably. And in this business, you have to prove yourself. But I worked really hard and I knew that I was very passionate and innovative and creative. And so it only takes one person to give you a chance. So some of the things I did at the beginning was obviously I joined AMP. I think I did AMP two times. I got my (laughs) first meeting at AMP. When, when you had us like call people and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'll never forget. Hold on. I made people call literally on day one of class of our AMP class. Um, and, and if you're not with Coldwell Banker, I think we've shared about AMP before, but it is our like flagship productivity course. It's four weeks. We meet twice a week. And uh, I mean, they're making prospecting calls on day one of class. And I'll never forget yeah. Grace's face when I told the class. All right, it's let's so take funny. out your <laughs> I am so, like, I love talking to people. I can talk to people in person, like, easy. But, like, calling people, I guess because text came in our lives and nobody yeah. wants to call anyone. But I I was sitting there and I remember, um, you know, we were making our calls, but I was also on Facebook and this one girl needed a realtor. And you know when you're on Facebook and you need a realtor, like, a thousand people respond. Yeah. But I was like, they speak Spanish, blah, 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 blah. And so that was my first listing. And that listing had the lead addendum because it was the built for 19. Yeah, it, it had rough wires. I mean, <laughs> I but you know, that's how you learn. And that's so right. I remember going to one of the meetings for Global Banker and they used to always bring vendors. And that's how I met the photographer that I use now. And I'm like, when I get my first listing, I'm going to use those people, I always wanted to maybe try to be a little bit different and incorporate the things that I love. And so right. long story short, AMP is huge. And, and so I, when I first started, I really focused on taking a lot of classes, not just through Colwell, but also through the Your, Board of Realtors. Right. So you really take advantage. Colwell Banker, in the university has so many good classes and you guys are always teaching us the, the things that are there. You just have to utilize them. So right. If you're new or just kind of stuck, definitely go back and take classes. Contracts just change. I feel like take that class four times, you know. <laughs> you got to know that, right? And and take every other class from marketing to business to negotiate anything. Like the more you learn, the better you are to work on behalf of your clients. And, and that's what's really going to make a difference between you and somebody else. 
Because right. I do think that that people get comfortable in this business. Yeah. And then new people come that are excited and they're, they want to learn and they want to do the best job and, and things keep changing constantly. So right. that levels up playing field for sure. Every time something changes, yeah. if you don't adapt, the person that's new, that's learning the new way. They're Even gonna... for me, I'm like, oh, like, do I have to learn reels now? Like, I don't want to <laughs> be a TikToker, you know, like, <laughs> but you have, like, you have to, because you have to be where the people are. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I mentioned earlier that Grace is like a superstar on her Instagram. I think she has over 10,000 oh, followers. <laughs> and so you mentioned that you were a fitness coach and that kind of got you yeah. started on social media. How yeah. have you changed the way you approach your social media now from a real estate perspective? I remember I struggled with this and I'm like, do I just start a whole new Instagram page? But I mean, that's crazy because I worked so hard you just basically change what what you start sharing but you're still the same person I, right. I I'm still the same grace I still like fitness and wine and playing tennis but I also like real estate and making videos and showing houses I love decorating hosting so I think it's just about sharing your lifestyle and then adapting it to whatever career you're in right like I still need to get dressed so I love fashion so I love sharing <laughs> about the outfits that I wear and the places that I go to eat and, and I have three kids and now I have a dog and so <laughs> every every one of us brings something unique to the table that no one else yeah. has and it took me a little bit but Instagram is really networking online just like right. you would network when you go to a networking event. And I think people need to learn that you don't go there because you're going to walk out of there with, with the business. You go there because you're connecting with people in your same area. So you want to connect with people that do the same thing, right? We're into real estate. So I want to connect with mortgage brokers, realtors, designers, right. inspections, right? Those are my network. Follow people that are in your niche and then comment and engage with them. And it's all about quality and not quantity. If you're going to spend 10 minutes going down like this, you might as well spend it engaging. So, right. so take the time to like and comment. And if you do that every day, if you are consistent, 10 minutes, put a timer on your phone and go comment and like. And it's all about liking the people that you really care about. Like don't start right. following you don't want to go on your feet and be bored. You want to go right. on your feet and see things that you like, right? I want to see pretty houses. I want to see like before and after, you know, transformations of homes. Like yeah. I want to see people doing, that's where I want to engage. And so like, that makes it easy. So if you do that, um, you know, using the hashtags, like they give you the 30 hashtags, use the 30 hashtags right. and take your time to research the hashtags. So go, I'm in Parkland. So I go Parkland and I see things and like, you know, it, it's really not hard. It's just, you have to take a little bit of time, but you have to do it in a genuine way. You know, you can't think that you're just going to post one day and then you're going to go viral. Like, it's, right. you know, only famous people can just post whatever <laughs> well, and nobody cares. I'm pretty famous too. Yeah. yeah. I want to touch on something you said, because that I think I'm going to take with me and I need to do better at. And that is if you're going to spend 10 minutes a day swiping through Instagram or swiping through whatever social media platform you're on, instead of, you know, scrolling, 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 take those same 10 minutes and actually engage with people, comment, like, share. That to me is so simple, yet it makes so much more sense than just, I just saw a bunch of stuff 
nobody else yeah. got to see it. Nobody else got to engage with them. And, and I, I literally, I literally put a timer and I'm like, and I do it. So my main um, uh, social medias are Instagram and Facebook. So I do it on Instagram and I do it on Facebook. I set a timer and I go and I comment and I do that before I post. So then when I post, I get engagement. Um, so one day I took the time to, to search hashtags and I copy and paste them on my notes. So when I post, I, I already know I might change a few depending on the topic. Like if I, right. like if I was in New York with Caldwell, I wasn't going to be putting, you know, everything about Parkland, right? right? Like I'll change it up a little bit, but like the main hashtags are there. So do that, take the time to do that and then engage with other people and your, you will see your Instagram grow. And I think stories are huge. They're easy because they go away. So <laughs> do stories every day, like 10 stories. And, you know, try to, ideally, I think they say try to go on your feed once a day. But I know sometimes that's not realistic. So maybe pick three days a week. Right. I do have to say that even if people don't comment all the time, they're watching what you're doing. So once you start doing something, they're going to expect for you to do it, whether they comment or not. And you'll be surprised how many people have looked at my stuff or they'll tell me, oh, you know, so-and-so came here because of you. And, but they never told me and they never yeah. commented. And so people, if you're going to decide to work on something, you really got to be consistent because people, your audience that you don't think are there, they are there. And by the way, don't post when people are sleeping. <laughs> don't post at five in the morning. Yeah, like, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> okay, so everyone, everyone needs to have a public account. If you're a realtor, like everyone said, you don't want to be a um, a secret agent. You don't want to <laughs> be a secret agent. So, so you have to have all your public, like everything public. And once you go to public and you change it to like a business, you can see the insights. And mm-hmm. I never paid attention to the insights. And one day I'm like. It tells you where your followers come from, what age they are. So when you do decide to start running ads, then you have that information. That's great. And it'll say, it'll say this post is really good. So then, well, maybe I thought a post was doing good. People obviously like this one better. So it's all about value, right? You have to go there to do value. So don't post when you're thinking like, oh, this picture's cute. When I post, I don't say just sold. I tell the story. Yeah. I love that. I had a, I had a leasing that I saw and, it, and your mom knows it was like <laughs> a very stressful transaction. And I said, you know what? This wasn't easy. Things didn't go because we don't want to be like everything's perfect because right. it's not. This is a very stressful job. It has so many benefits. I love it. I love that it's different and challenging, but it's not all peaches and cream. Right. So people, people want to know how you went from active to sold. They don't want to just see sold in a pretty house. They want to know how you got there and what you did and yeah. what makes you different than somebody else. Well, it also shows that it shows that you're able to overcome challenges. It shows that when there is yeah. adversity, because not we know that there are some transactions that are, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> tougher and more difficult than others. But being able yeah. to share that and sharing with yeah. with your viewers how you overcame that. I think that's what they want to know. That's what they want to see and read about for sure. So every, if I had to give one advice about social, always have a purpose or a value, right? Teach how to do something. Oh, how do you make your bed? Or how do you? (laughs) I love that. The other day I went in about a coffee station and everybody went crazy about it. So play with it, play with the content, but always 
give value, share something that's gonna teach or help somebody. Right. Don't make it about you. It's always about them. I read somewhere it's it's got to be the 80-20 rule, right? 80% value. And then 20% of the time, it's okay to, to promote your business and, and sell what you sell. But it needs to be yes. 80% what's in it for the, the follower or the, the viewer. Yeah. Oh, that's another book, Jab, Jab, Hook by, uh, oh, I love Gary him. Vaynerchuk. Yes. Love oh, him. my God. Yes. Okay. That's a really good book. It's just about giving, 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 and then ask, right? Because then you give so much and then, okay, we can ask for something. I love it. Okay. Lo <laughs> so on the, well, and I just wanted to add, like you are clearly extremely passionate about social media. You mentioned a little bit about how you transitioned from the being, again, the fitness coach going into real estate and, and, and managing that social media. And I just wanted to point out, you said something that really resonated with me. And that was that they still are interested in you. And that's the thing. Your followers are interested in grace. I mean, they might be interested in what you're selling, but they didn't follow you because of what you were selling initially. They followed you because people do business with people they like, that they feel comfortable yeah. with, that they trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to get people to like you and trust you. And then they'll buy whatever you're selling. And you're not for everyone. I realize yeah. that sometimes different personalities go with different people and that's okay that's another thing about this business and that's why personal development is so important because it really can help you overcome those times where somebody turns you down and they go with somebody else yeah you lose a listing or a buyer we go through a lot of heartache you yeah. know it's, it's tough and especially when you're new and you work so hard so so working on yourself is really good to build that confidence to help you when things get tough and to deal with that, you know, with like the negative feedback and, yeah. and things going wrong. People think it's really easy to be a realtor and we just go on vacation and spend <laughs> a lot of money. Like, no, you know, you gotta like, make it this, to spend it. <laughs> this is, this is a real job and you have to get educated. So, you know, join the board, take the classes that Cole Banker gives you, volunteer, like this is our profession. So the more you give, the more you get back and the more you can learn and be a better agent for all your clients. So that's huge for me. I, I love that. And, and, and on, on that note, that value, uh, one of the things I noticed that you do on your social media is you're not only giving your, your followers value, but you're also spotlighting local businesses. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh my God, that's my favorite thing. So <laughs> this is why this is why I'm telling you, you guys have to listen to podcasts. There's a lot of realtor podcasts and coaches, but I love Tom Ferry. So I'll go, I'll be going on a walk and then I'll listen to 20 tips and then I'll pick one or two. And so this year I, I really committed on doing video. So I live in Parkland. So that's my farm area. That's where most of my business come from. You want to be the expert. You want to be the person that everybody thinks of when they need something or they need real estate. So I, and it's all about giving value. So I started uh, doing uh, business features about local businesses. I started with like once a month and then I'm like, let's do two a month. And now I'm almost like for a month. I pick a day, my photographer comes and we shoot video and, and it's getting noticed and it's really brand awareness, but it's really not about me. I, I'll say this is Grace with Happy Vine and Selling with Grace, but it's really about featuring their business. And so many people moving to South Florida or Parkland, they don't know about all these businesses. And right. so 
it's networking, right? It's like I'm helping them get noticed. And then, you know, once the friends ask them one day, they need a realtor, hopefully they'll think of me. But it's, it's not really about me. It's really about showcasing where you live. So I love Parkland. I know everything about Parkland and I just want to share about it. And I love it because I love, <laughs> I love making videos. I don't like calling people, but put me in front of a camera and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I wanted to. I wanted to be famous like you. <laughs> You're doing something good for your community, you know, and um, I love it. So I, I put all the content, I, I send a newsletter, um, I put it on Facebook and Instagram and in YouTube. So next year, my goal is really working on growing YouTube, which I haven't done this year. Um, right. So I got to, I'm, I'm learning about that and studying because I already know a little bit more about Facebook and Instagram, but um, I think I want to work on that one thing at a time. So if if, if you want to start working on something, take one or two things that you want to do and be consistent and do them. Because like when I started the newsletter, now people expect the newsletter and I don't get responses all the time, but I know they're seeing it. Sometimes they'll call me and be like, oh, I saw this little article, like this restaurant. And I'm like, oh, you are reading my newsletter. I wish you told me. But it's okay. My point is that once you start doing something, whether people tell you or not, they are looking at it. So don't yeah. do something and then not do it because that's the worst thing you can do for your business. So right. don't try to be like, I'm going to do a newsletter and I'm going to post an Instagram and Facebook and do TikToks and do Reels. No, when I first started, I had no marketing money. So I was just going on Facebook, My other than the money I was spending on listings, which, you know, I did all those cool lifestyle videos. You have to spend money in your business. So if you, when you do make a sale, tell, take a little bit and invest it back. And the better you do, you got to put more into it. So obviously right. four years later, I'm in a different place. But when I first started, I would just go live and do stories or what you do what you can, but as you grow, then do more, but don't right. try to overcommit. Then you're just going to fail. So just try to pick one thing or two every year and then see how they go. Yeah. So it sounds like to me and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. And I think this might be the Tom Ferry com, uh, coming out and you, you, you are very much a planner and, and I know that this might be like peak business planning time for people to kind of yeah. lay out what their goals are. And, and you've mentioned some of your goals, your goals were video and, and you've crushed it. How have you gone about setting your goals for next year, for 2022? I think my goal for next year, obviously, now that I had such a good year, is really go back and see where most of the business came from. And, you know, do I pull from somewhere? Was this successful? Was this not? Um, and I think my goal for next year is really working on procedures and have like a day-to-day, -day just be better at that because... If I do that, then I, I know that I'll be able to be, a talk, you know, more productive and even bring more business. I focused on doing that, the video and the newsletter. Those were my biggest things. This, oh, and postcards just for my community in Watercrest right. where I live. So I focused on that and I was consistent and I definitely think that, you know, that helped me. That's awesome. So just to kind of tie things up nicely with a beautiful pink, happy buying and selling with grace bow. <laughs> um, 
I just want to recap here. Grace is a top 1000 agent uh, within the Coldwell Banker Network for this quarter. And she's only been in the business for, for the last almost four years not even four years yeah yet. it'll be four it'll be four years in november so uh, yeah it's my birthday soon. tomorrow yay so. i know what a birthday gift getting that letter uh but she shared with us a little bit of how she's done that right she's talked to us about her social media strategy she shared with us how she constantly develops her herself personally right by reading and and listening to podcasts and uh and just constantly learning and growing and she's talked to us a little bit about how she plans things she's got goals that she sets for herself so if 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 you can tell a brand new agent coming into the business based on some of the things we've shared and maybe some things that we just didn't have time to co yeah. cover today what were what, what would be the top three things you would tell them to do uh, getting started in the world of real estate? I would say, well, get educated. Obviously, join Cobo Banker because Cobo <laughs> Banker is the best. And, um, but take all the tools, like all the classes, like you really need that to teach you everything. And then be consistent. We are in the business of meeting people. So we don't want to be secret agents. So we have to go out there and talk to people, call people. Even I, I don't like to call people, but I do it um, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but but um, you have to let people know that this is what you're doing because people want to hear from you and you just got to be consistent. Make a plan, you know, like say, I'm going to call 10 people a day or text 10 people. Start with your sphere, then make a list of people that you know and put yourself out there, share on social, like the 80-20 and, and really be consistent. You can't just do calls one day and then think that the phone is going to ring. <laughs> yeah. Just like I can just do videos and expect that it, it, it's over time. It's like, right. oh, the book, The Compound Effect. That's another good book. And, <laughs> and that's a good, sorry, but it's, it's, it's like it's little, okay. things, little steps that you do every day, right? So, so every day, like you start and you call 10 people and you call 10 people and you tell 10 people. By the end of the month, I guarantee you're going to have a client, a buyer, a seller yeah. or something. But if you just do it one day, you can't expect the results of 30 days for doing one day of work, right? Right. Just it's like a trying game. to get fit. Yeah, it is a numbers game and we are in the business of people. And I think we can all agree seeing what happened to Zillow, how they took away that program that people want to, this is an emotional business. People right. want to, they, this is like you're guiding them through buying and selling. It's like the biggest assets of their life. And I don't care whether it's a hundred thousand or $10 million. They want to know you're there for them and they want to connect with you and no computer or algorithm right. is going to take away from that. So be a person, be genuine, be yourself. No, no other agent. Listen, when I came into this business in Parkland, I had all odds against me. There were a lot of successful oh, yeah. Parkland agents. They're still here, but you know what? There's always room for somebody new. Yeah, there's plenty and of there, business there, for everyone. And there's, <laughs> yeah, there's plenty, exactly. There's plenty of business for everyone. So don't get discouraged that you're coming new and there's other people. You just got to prove yourself. You got to yeah. work a little bit harder than them. But if you show up every day, I promise you that you will be successful, but you have to want to do it and you have to like it. The, honestly, there's no secret sauce. Yeah. So I'm going to recap your three. It was learn, yeah. show up and be consistent. Just show up and be yeah. consistent and yeah. be you. 
Yeah, be authentic. Yeah, I love that. And I got to tell you, you said something about uh, it being a relationship business. And you must have figured that out really early on because you branded yourself as happy buying and selling with grace. And I'm pretty sure our listeners can uh, hear the happiness and the joy in your, your, your voice and the things that you're sharing. So thank you for that. You got to bring it on home. I could talk to you all night, but I'm sure your kids are probably wondering where you are. Yeah. Uh, and so I am going to go ahead and, and wrap us up, but just let our listeners know, where can they follow Grace? Where can they find So you me? can find me on Facebook under Grace Dietrich, uh, D-I-E-T-E-R-I-C-H. And um, in Instagram, I'm, not, I'm under Happy Buying and Selling with Grace, but I know that's such a long name. So if you just type in Grace Dietrich, um, you can find me. And then my website is Happy Buying and Selling with Grace. Um, on YouTube, I'm under Happy Vine and Selling with Grace. Or Grace she's got Dietrich. them all, guys. She's on all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Platform. Make sure when you send your emails, like you have links to all your socials, you know, like yeah. so people know. This was huge. Where was this? I don't know where this was, but it was like, if people go on Facebook, can they find you? Do you have your phone number? Right? You want people to call you. So make sure you have your phone number on all your social medias or you know your email but definitely your phone number or like people want to get awesome look even with her closing she's like throwing in tips this this episode is full of goodness I can't wait for you guys to hear it Grace thank you so much for hanging out with me on the night before your birthday so happy happy from us to you have an awesome day and uh we hope to have you back soon thank you Thank you for having me. I'm so um, honored to work for such an amazing organization. And every year I see more value. Um, So for everyone new, definitely go to GenBlue next year. Take advantage of all the tools and everything that, um, you know, Cobalt Banker has to offer because it's amazing and it will help you um, in the success of your career in the long term. So thank you so much. And I love Terry. Best friend. Love you, mom. Grace, thank you so much. Have a great night, and we will see you soon. Yay, good night, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Don't forget to listen, subscribe, and review wherever podcasts are found. And share this episode with a friend. Join us next week for another unfiltered conversation about real estate. This is Prezi Talk, reminding you to leave your mark.